Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We got the chat room open, I think. And uh, I will, if not, I'm going to do that right now. So uh, welcome, everyone. Hey, Laura. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pet Psychic Radio. Welcome, welcome. So today uh, we have a very uh, exciting show. We have a special guest from Ape Action a little bit later um, that I'm really excited to talk to. So that'll be awesome. And um, what's been going on with you? How is Makia doing? Uh, She's doing okay. You know, she had this, you know, mouth surgery for those of you who remember last week. And uh, she's still in some pain. She's been... It's really interesting because, you know, she's so stoic and tough, you know, that she doesn't really, like, tell me. Like, she doesn't really say, hey, Mom, I'm in pain. So I've been asking her. I'm like, Makia, listen, I know you don't really like to tell me what's going on with you, but I need you to, like, show me and, like, send me the feeling of, like, how you're in pain. Like, send me the feeling. And then, oh, God, she'll send me the feeling and I'll just like all of a sudden get it in my mouth and it feels like so like numb and and it feels really painful still in her mouth oh my gosh because it's a learning experience for me because she's actually sending me I usually hear it in words you know yeah so this time she's like she's sending it to me really in a feeling it's quite amazing yeah that's so crazy. I mean, that does happen for you sometimes, right, with other animals and stuff, too? Like, you get the pain or the feeling or whatever? Yeah, I definitely will pick up their pain and their feeling, but, like, I'll recognize it first, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I have this weird feeling in my shoulder, and then I'll be like, you have pain in your shoulder? But I don't usually say to them, hey, send me your pain so that I can feel it. You know, I'll ask them, like, do you have any pain in your body? But I don't say, like, Send me the feeling of pain so I can pick it up in my body. I, to be honest with you, I don't even know if that's, like, the healthiest thing to do because, you know, we don't want to be taking everybody's pain into our body. I'll just be this walking <laughs> pain. Yeah. I, I have to, like, figure out how to, like, let it go afterwards. And, like, because mm-hmm. if you've noticed, it's quite amazing. Like, a lot of healers and a lot of, you know, therapists and people who do healing work very often – Unfortunately, it looks like to me die of things like cancer and you know have medical problems themselves. And it's wondering, like I wonder if they're so empathetic if they're actually ingesting everybody's pain and not knowing how to let it go. Right. So it's like actually meditating on it and actually you know consciously saying you can leave my body now. Mm. Yeah, that's. That's so crazy. So when she sent you the pain, you totally felt it in your jaw? Yeah, I completely felt oh. it in my jaw. She's so tough, you know, so, like, le- like judging her level of pain is really hard. Like, when she was about a year and a half years old, she, um, one day she was, like, sitting on on the kitchen table one evening. She was sitting on the kitchen table, and she was grooming herself. And I saw, like, this little, like, I saw, like, a little bit of blood, like, on her fur. You know, she's pure white. And I thought, what is that, you know? And so I went over to her, and I was like, Nikia, what is that? And she just looked completely normal grooming herself. And she had split. It was, like, a 10-inch, like, wound on her belly. And she was completely, like, split open. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, Nikia. And she had been in the house, like, hanging out with me for, like, the last four hours, and I didn't even notice, and she was just so calm. And I had to rush her to the emergency room, and she had, like, all these stitches there. But she had no pain, really. She's, like, got a high tolerance, pain tolerance. 
She's a really high tolerance to pain. She told me yeah. at that time she was chased by a bear and she cut herself on a fence. Oh, my gosh. One time she fell off the roof. These are just Makia's stories. One time she fell off the roof. And mm-hmm. Makia, you know, like, what happened? And she had this story that she that there was a coyote, and she ran on top. She climbed the roof to get away from the coyote. And then as soon as she got on the roof, an owl swooped down, and she figured she had to, like, jump, and she jumped off the roof. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know if that's true, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope she feels better. Um, I think we all need to, you know, all of our listeners, if you can, keep sending positive energy and healing energy to Makia, who needs it right now. Thank you. Yeah, she's all white and she's yellow eye. Send her yeah. love. And you can see her picture, I'm sure, on the thepetpsychic.com. So if you go to Laura's webpage, there's pictures of her and all the animals and everyone on there. So I'll post a quick photo of her on the Pet Psychic Radio page. Okay. And you can see it on Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio, which you should all go to and like our page because you're listening to our show. Spread the word. (laughs) Spread the word. (laughs) Spread the animal love. Um, Okay. Do you want to take some calls? Are you ready? Sure. You ready, ready? Okay, cool. So our first caller is Kate with a Toy Poodle Papillon mix. Kate, go ahead. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Hello? Right here. Like, yeah. So, oh, hi. Uh, yeah, what does your poodle look like? Um, so he's white and with tan patches. He's about seven pounds, and his name is Happy. And what's going on with him? Um, well, there's a weird thing that happened last night. Um, uh, I'm a psychic and a pet psychic, too, and we're just oh, really yeah. stuck about this. Um, Happy occasionally bites my partner, Catherine, and he did it again last night, um, and it was right after we had a spirit visitor. We just moved to a new house a couple of weeks ago, and my partner and I have been we've been aware that there's been some spirits around, but we didn't address them directly until last night. And they weren't, like, mean or malevolent or anything. And when we were done talking, they just went off to heaven. And uh, right after that, my partner went to pet Happy, and he flipped out, and he bit her. Um, And what he said to me was that he was feeling unsettled, and he just reacted. And he knows it's not okay to bite people ever, um, but he just reacts in a second. And uh, how can we help him with this? Okay, and so so is this the first time that he's been no, he's bit he's bitten her a few times before, and we can go for you know six months, and um, and everything is fine, and then it's it's like he just suddenly forgets or he reacts in a second. And it's so, only her that that he bites. Um, well, he'll bite um, like the he'll bite other people if he's on a leash and they're leaning in to to pet him. So the rule when I'm introducing him to other people is they have to let him come to them. Um, and don't, you know, lean over him, all that stuff that, that you te- teach people. So it's like they kind okay. of crouch okay. down and they let him come to him. And as long as, you know, we follow the happy rules, he doesn't bite people. He generally only bites if people lean over him and he feels vulnerable. Um, but that is not what's happening with Catherine. Um, and we just don't know what to do. Okay, let me ask you what's going on. I bit her because I got scared. I thought that she had dusty energy. Huh. I was just sort of nervous. And I thought that there was dusty energy around her. It's a really interesting image, actually, that he's sending me. You know there's, You know what it looks like when you see, like, sort of um, dust um, um, with light, light flickering on it. It sort of looked like that was on her hands. I didn't like it at all. When you talk about, like, that you had a spirit visitor, and um, what? how did you release it? Did you do any, Did your partner do anything with your hands? Like, what was the... Like the well, we just um, with both. There was two of them actually, and with both of them, we just asked if there was anyone in heaven who um, could help us uh, come and get them because they weren't really wanting to go. 
So with both of them, it was just relatives that came in from heaven and said, okay, come on. Um, so we didn't do anything physically. We were just talking, um, just listening to what they had to say, and then just he asking. He said I felt very like, uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. sometimes she moves too fast towards me. And she moves back towards my neck. And it startles me. Okay. And there's something about her eye. Sometimes she catches my eye fast and it startles me. There's something about eye contact and reaching towards him that frightens him. Okay. So um, if she could maybe, I mean, I mean, it's kind of good that she caught his eye because you want him to know that she's reaching. But maybe what she could do is kind of look at him and then look away and then sort of take a breath and then say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pet you now." Yeah, she came too fast. He said she came too fast. Okay. And sometimes she gets mad at me. When I bite her, she gets mad at me. Is that true? Yeah, well, it's really upsetting. It's just all of a sudden a lot of emotion will happen when he, when he strikes because it's really startling. Everything's fine, and then all of a sudden it's this um, big, because it's scary when he bites. It's a big... Yeah, and so what is, does she yell at him, like tell him no, or what, does she, what happens then? Um, well, usually what happens is I'm the one that will I will go in and remove him, and I'll you know I'll kick him off the couch or like not literally kick him, but you know like I'll tell him to go on the floor. Um, okay. But yeah, um, definitely for, from both of us, it's usually such a surprise, and we both have a fear reaction when he does it because it's all of a sudden and it's a big production. Mm. He says I usually give a warning. Oh, what's his warning? What are we missing? I usually stare at them and tell them no. Oh. I usually do. So I know that it could happen really fast, but he feels like he's giving you a look, giving her a look and closing his mouth and sort of staring at her. Mm-hmm. So maybe for her to be a little bit more conscious of that, too. And there's nothing yeah. in it that's sort of saying like he has a problem with her. It's more about her body language. So um, just to know that she has to she has to move a little bit slower. And there might be something about her that that reminds him of his past. And so that's why it might be that, that it's coming across to him a little bit, to her a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, is there anything that she can do about, like, the dusty energy or... I, I'm actually, I don't know what he means well, about reminds of his past. About the energy is wondering, wondering when you guys do clearing, if there's something that she's not aware of that's actually manifesting on her hands. Yeah. Huh. Uh, hey, Kate, uh, Kate, I have a quick question. A quick Sorry question. to interrupt yeah. you guys. Sure. Um, um, is your radio up or is your computer radio up, sound up? Um, no, I, I don't have anything running. I'm on a portable phone, but it's a lot. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, just checking, sorry, because we hear a feedback, and I was just checking to see if someone had their radio up. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Laura. Yeah, the, the, um, so uh, what I would just suggest is that, well, it might be something that she's unaware of or, or all you guys are unaware of. If you're doing that type of work, maybe there needs to be a cleansing of her. Or maybe she's doing something with her hands, or maybe it's manifesting somewhere in her body. Or maybe that energy stuck to her a little bit, and so maybe that's something that she needs to be more aware of too. But I don't know. That's something for you guys to explore. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll look at that. We'll figure that out. Yeah, I mean, because when a dog has trauma or an animal has trauma, they can be, you know, they can be fearful of all sorts of different things and sort of see things, and it could be that there's something about her that reminds him of of something unconscious from the past hmm. and that's the dusty energy or it could be if the actual work that you were doing left a dusty residue on her hands and yeah. and you needed to cleanse yourself afterwards hmm. did he have something from from the past that he wanted to uh talk about because i wasn't aware that there was anything any trauma in his past at all
He says he can remember people screaming and lunging for him. I remember people lunging for me. I don't know if they tripped and fell and they were lunging for him or they actually went to go grab him. I remember it strong, he says. Um, well, I would work on, you know, catching his, know that eye contact and fast movements are something that set him off and just be really conscious and have your partner be really conscious of her eyes when she's, when she's about mm-hmm. to interact with him to look and then look away and then also to move her hands very slowly towards him. Okay. And maybe you'll start to realize work that he has to sign. Maybe you'll start to be able to pick that up sooner. Great. Thank well, you so much for your help, Laura. Let us know how he does. Yeah, we will. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for calling in. Oh, I think it's gone. Oh, the, do you? Yeah, the feedback was terrible. Sorry, listeners. We're trying yeah. to figure it out. Sometimes we have no control over it. I think it was um, her line. Something with her line was messed up. But um, let's go straight. Oh, first of all, I just want to say we forgot to ask her our question, <laughs> which we really need to get in the mode of doing. Um, but since it's a new part of our show and we like to ask um, animals a new question every week um, and we like to have our audience email us or message us on our Facebook page, facebook.com Pet Psychic Radio, about what you'd like to ask all the animals every week. So not like a specific question to your animal, but a question to all animals. And this week we got from Jarita Walsh. She uh, put in a good one saying, how do you make people laugh? So we should ask uh, Happy that. So we're going to ask Happy, how can he make people laugh? The way I do it is wiggle my butt a little bit. <laughs> I can have a certain wiggle that makes people happy. Oh, that's so cute. That's so really cute. So happy also is that when he feels like biting, he should go and do that little wiggle instead. Yeah. <laughs> and his licking and yawning and his blinking of his eyes. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh. Just thinking about it makes me laugh. I know, huh? Really cute. That's awesome. So let's uh, remember to ask that because I keep forgetting. So that'll be our question for today. And listeners uh, and callers, if you remember that we haven't asked that at the end, remind us. You can help us out here on our show. Um, Today we have a really, really super special guest, uh, Rachel from apeaction.org. And uh, they are – it's – APE stands for Animal, People, and Environment. So, Rachel, can you hear us? Are you on the line? Yes, I am. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you guys on here because um, APE Action is, you know, we have you on as our rescue special guest, but what's interesting is that you're not just a rescue group. You do all kinds of other things, don't you? Like, uh, can you tell us about your uh, your group and all the different things you guys do? Well, I actually work with Jill um, as a foster, and I also work with a number of other um, rescue groups as well. So I don't want to overspeak for Jill and what her group does, but I know they do a lot of great things, um, educating people about the environment, um, animal rescue, and um, vegetarianism, and a lot of wonderful things. Um, I don't work uh, for her group, I, I work with her rescuing animals, so I'll leave it at that. Okay, that's great. So what you can do for our listeners is go to apeaction.org, and it'll tell you all about their um, their group. It's really, really interesting. And how are you involved? You said you're working with their fostering side of it, and how did you get involved with that? Several years ago, I was very interested in helping seniors at local shelters, and there weren't really um, very many systems in place. So um, through a lot of networking, I eventually um, found Jill, who also is passionate about rescuing and helping seniors and and working uh, specifically with doing compassion rescues, which involves pulling seniors from the shelters and giving them a safe and loving place to pass away. Wow. And uh, you work with dogs and cats or just dogs? 
Uh, I work with a lot of different animals. I currently have um, potbelly pigs, cats, and dogs here. But um, right now we do the most work with dogs, and most of the animals I uh, work with Jill with are uh, dogs. And tell us, um, why do, do senior pets have um, a less chance of getting adopted out, and is that why you guys are working as a, kind of a special needs group or...? I believe so, yeah. I think, you know, in general, people tend to move towards puppies and younger dogs, and the seniors a lot of times just have a really hard time adjusting to shelter life. And um, I think even if people were interested in adopting a senior, sometimes they're so depressed and have such a hard time um, integrating to the shelters. I just really wanted to get them out and into an environment where they would thrive and have a better chance of being adopted. Mm-hmm. And seniors make how are they as pets? They're they're good as young animals, aren't they? To me, they're they're much better. I love I love bringing a senior in. They have a lot of character. They have a lot of life experience, and they're just they show so much gratitude um, towards having a safe place to be. They're I I much prefer them to younger dogs. And I find once um, once people rescue seniors, they tend to fall in love with rescuing seniors as well. Yeah, that's going to be dangerous for me if I go down that path. I'll end up with, like, ten seniors in my home. Um, They are great. They're great animals. And um, we're going to be talking to Tulip, who is an eight-year-old boxer today. Yes. So uh, tell us a little bit about Tulip. So I began fostering Tulip about two months ago. So my experience um, of her is um, from then until now. Um, Prior to that, the information I have for her is from the rescue group who originally rescued her. Um, They had told me they rescued her about two years ago. She was adopted out um, either once or twice um, and was doing fine in her rescue home, um, was getting along great, and after several months of, you know, seemingly being the perfect dog, she attacked um, the dog she was living with very violently so, um, and I don't have the specific details on that, but then she was returned to the rescue group and put into boarding where, again, she kind of met a dog that um, she seemed to be great friends with. Um, they were about the same size this time, and so they allowed her to stay with the dog, and she played, and they were great friends for several several months again. And then there was, an, again, another violent attack, and um, I was told that happened again. And now looking at her, it just is so contrary to this dog. Um, when I went to pick her up, I was imagining picking up kind of this, you know, dog that had triggers. And um, I'm usually very good at at seeing what may be triggering a dog into violence. And she just is, I just cannot, I'm baffled. She's easygoing. I haven't um, let her spend specific time with any dogs because of her history, but she has access to them um, through her kennels and fencing, and she'll, you know, be at her kennel and, you know, show her belly to everyone. Um, They lick ears. Like, she just is a love, and I can't see any trigger points around food or anything, so I'm really just baffled. And was was anyone there when she had these fights? Did anyone see see what happened? Yeah, see, I haven't gotten clear information um, on that, and it and it appears to me like she has some pretty violent wounds herself. So it, you know, it it almost it's very confusing. So I really want to know from her, you know, what what happened. And um, to my knowledge, I don't know that anyone was there, or I haven't been given that information. Okay, okay. Let me ask her. So what do we want? We want to ask her, like, do you remember these fights? And like, what happened when you fought? Like, what was what was that like? Like, right. what what set it off? What triggered it? Okay, let me, let me get her. Yeah, I remember. It's like when I'm fighting, I have to fight for my life. It's like I feel like I'm going to get killed. You know what? I need help. When I get like that, I'm really scared. A smell sets it off and a brush up against me. I feel like dogs are going to kill me. 
I remember doing it. And then when I'm apart, I'm like, what happened? And then I don't see any of the people I used to know. People used to really be around yelling at us. And if I fight in my new family, they get rid of me. I've stopped myself a couple of times at this house. It's like I smell something. And it starts. I don't know what she smells, though. I'm going to try and find out what that smell that triggers it is. I almost wonder, it looks like she was in a bunch of dog fights. Do her wounds look like they're bite wounds? Oh, they look horrible. Yeah, they look, it looks awful. Um, oh. I was bitten by other dogs. The thing is, I don't like those memories. It's so interesting because with her, I don't see a lot of human faces, but I see a lot of pants and jeans and sneakers. Like, I see the um, the legs of people. Like, in, when she has that trigger, she's, like, fighting another dog, and then I see, like, legs of people, like, like um, men. And I would say young men, like, uh-uh younger than 30s, maybe late teens, 20s. It was scary. Um, I'm going to ask her what that smell is. Sort of like danger smell, like gasoline danger. It has a gasoline smell to it. But I wonder what in a home would have, like, a gasoline smell, like maybe a barbecue? Did they happen outside or inside? I believe that the the one where she had been adopted and attacked the family dog was inside, and then the other two would have been outside at boarding, in a boarding facility. Oh, I wonder what that is. Um, what do you think I should tell her, like, um, if she's having post-traumatic stress and then she's getting thrown into an old memory and she feels like she has to, like, it's almost like she has to kill to survive. Like, um, do you remember, did it happen at the same time of year? Was there a trigger like that? I can ask. I, I don't know. Yeah, it would be really good to get, like, this time of year, the time of day, but... um. Let me see, because she's really smart. It's like she knows she's safe now. These are the trickiest ones because she knows she's safe and she's getting thrown into a post-traumatic stress, but she's getting thrown so fast. Although I like how she said that she stopped herself a few times because maybe that means she's it's getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I need to stay where I'm at. She says, I feel like these dogs also know how to stop it. Right. She's right. <laughs> yeah, she says if she gets funny with them, they walk away. Right. And that helps me. So it's like if she gets if she gets thrown in that post-traumatic stress and then it comes back with like a fear or like a more aggression, then it sets it even more. Can you keep her? What do you think? Or do you have to be a foster? She has to go through you. No, she. I can keep her. I feel good about that. Because I feel like they don't hate me for what I'm doing. And these dogs are the best for me. I just feel like I'm a part of something here. I just feel like I'm so much more a part of something. Hmm, that's so sweet. Um, what else should we ask her? I, I'm curious if there's any specific dogs here that she likes more than others or if there's any that she is 
that she feels like she has to stop herself from fighting to kind of get an idea of what group she wants to be a part of. So how many do you have where you are? Uh, I have 18. Oh, my gosh, in your house? Uh, in, in, um, we have, um, five acres, um, where we have, um, they all live in a, like, a home environment, but not all at the same time. Oh, my gosh, wow, okay. So, which are her friends that she wants to stay with the most? Okay. There's a white one with spots that I like. Do you know who that is? (laughs) Yeah, that's Mama Monkey. And there's one with really pointy ears that sticks up farther than mine. Mm-hmm. That one is really nice because they have great eyes. They always look away when I'm scared. And then there's a little dog. But the little dog sometimes annoys me. Okay. But there's something about that dog that I like. It has a personality, which I think is that I think is brave. But it's not as smart as me. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Are all those dogs in the same group? Uh, no. Well, the the two that she um, mentioned, the spotted one and the little one, are because they're both old and they they're always with me. And then the other one is one that I definitely identified as her friend. That's the one that will lay by the kennel and let her lick her ears, and they both will fall asleep like touching through a kennel. That's so funny because she picked the two that are always with you. Right. <laughs> She's like, I want to be in that group. <laughs> So, Rachel, um, if people want to help out the rescue group, they can go to uh, the website, apeaction.org. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, There's a way to uh, donate through PayPal, and then uh, we always need fosters and, um, you know, people that are willing to step up either short-term or long-term. That allows Jill to rescue more animals. That's awesome. Thank you so much again for being on our show. And for all of our listeners, go to apeaction.org, help out, PayPal, volunteer, foster. I'm going to get on there right after the show myself. So thank you so much, Rachel. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Rachel. That's awesome. Yeah, if you go to their website, it's pretty cool. And they have all kinds of information, which I really like because it's not um, just rescue stuff, which that they do rescue, but they also do education and stuff about animal rescue and about animals. So I think that's really cool. It's a it's really cool. I, I posted their Facebook page on our on Pet Psychic Radio's page too. Awesome! Yay! Okay, so our next caller is Kathy, who has a ten-year-old uh, gray cat named Missy. Kathy, go ahead. Tell us uh, a little bit about Missy. Hi, um, Missy goes into another room um, other than where the family is at, and she has the strangest meow, and she's all by herself, and I was wondering who she was talking to. Okay, so or, wh- and tell, tell me, what does she look like again? She's, she's a, a little little female, 10-year-old um, gray cat, okay. and she's okay. alive. And she goes into another room and she meows and you don't know what she's meowing about? Right, right. She's usually and vocal with us, but this is weird. It's coming like a definitely a different meow. And I was okay, wondering if she's she'll, okay. Like, actually, she'll go away from you to do it rather than come to you? Yes. She's in a different part of the house. Okay. She says, you know what I'm doing is I'm calling. Calling us? Or calling, is she talking? Here, let me ask her. Hold on. I'm calling them because sometimes I have a pain in my chest. 
in her chest. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a little scary. It sort of hurts, so I make a make a sound. And I say, come here. Okay. So we need to get that checked out. Is she drinking yeah, a lot of water? She has? We have two cats, and one of them is drinking a ton of water. Is well, that her? It's interesting. Let me ask her, but it's interesting you say that. And so what I have found with some of the meowing, especially when they start meowing in the middle of the night, I know that's not what you're really saying, but... Um, right. But I've noticed that with some of the meowing, it can very often be hyperthyroidism, okay. kidney problems, or heart problems. And, um, like, when she says that she has to walk away and it sort of hurts her chest, I'm a little bit concerned about her heart. Okay. With um, the drinking of the water, sometimes when they have kidney issues, they will do that cry also. So um, I would definitely get her in and get her checked. And because um, okay. none of what you said is good. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask her if she's drinking more water, or if it's our other cat. I do drink water. I'm gonna ask her if she's drinking more water than normal. Thank you, Laura. And sometimes it feels good on my teeth. Hmm. She doesn't have a whole lot of teeth. Oh, really? Well, how come? She had to have them removed. Oh, so maybe something might be going on with her mouth again, too. Right. Yeah, I would definitely get her in to get her checked. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. Let us know how she does. I'm going to tell her she's going to the doctor. Oh, we've got to ask her. We've got to ask her, what do you do to make your people laugh? Yes. Good. Remembered. I'll rub up against them and I'll just make them smile. They like it when I rub up against them. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for calling in Kathy and Mitzi. That's so cute. I'm so glad you remembered. <laughs> I know. So should we go back to um should we go back to to Tula? Not Tula? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Tula, you gotta tell us uh what do you do to make people I just smile myself. And I play. And you play. Oh, that's and I awesome. Play for really. <laughs> That's so cute. cute. That's really cute. We have a, our next caller is all the way from Australia. We got Rebecca and Panda. Hi, Hi. tell us about uh, Panda. Um, So Panda is a ginger tabby. He's um, one and a half. Um, He has been um, just sort of following me around and meowing a lot. Um, even when, you know, I check that he's got food and water and play with him and see if he wants a cuddle. And I, I just feel maybe he has um, a message or maybe some questions he wants to ask. I just want to give him a chance to say anything, really. Okay. Okay. And did you say you had him on the Facebook page? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a picture on there. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Yeah, he's really cute. He's sitting in the sun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that. and you said that you're wondering why he's meowing too. Didn't you say that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Okay. He's handsome. Yeah. I want to tell my mom a lot of things. I'm really proud about the way she's been going after her dreams. I think she's been working a lot harder lately. And I think she's becoming more confident. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, because I've been um, looking at doing animal communication and 
um, Reiki and a lot of natural healing myself. Um, oh, good for you. But it's been a matter of trying to get money to do the courses and things. So I've been applying to so many jobs lately. And um, Oh, sort of, wow. Good for you. Good for you. Also, yeah. just experience, you know, like go out and talk to your friends, animals and stuff. And yeah, just, I've just, been doing that a little bit yeah. as well. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Um, let's see. Um, you want to ask him if he's anything that he thinks that could help you learn? You um, know? Like, yeah. Sure. My mom's concentration is really good. And I think she's doing awesome at what she's doing. She does this thing where she puts a ball of light around me. And that ball of light energizes me. If she concentrates, it gives me more energy. But if she thinks about something negative while she's doing it, I think it steals energy from me. That's so yeah. interesting. Do you do you put a ball of light around him? Yeah, I do. And my other cat, usually before we sleep, and I put one around the house and ask the angels to come in and stuff. It's so neat that he picks that up. It's interesting what he said about if you think about something negative. And I don't think that's just for you. I think that's for everybody. Yeah. And um, it's interesting because it's hard sometimes, I think, when you're doing healing for you not to think about, like, whatever you're healing and if they're getting sick or – I mean, I don't know exactly what it is for you, but to think about the negative side of what you're trying to heal. And yeah. I think – yeah. That's what he's saying, Rob, is the energy. So that's that's a good lesson for all of us to learn about. Like if we're trying to manifest something or we're trying to put healing to something, try not to think about the sickness or doubt it at all. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking, because actually we're worried that there's a kind of energy in the house. I've been told by a couple of people, and I think part of the reason that I do this light thing is to sort of protect them, and so maybe I'm worrying about that at the same time. And you know how they say that, you know, people, this is what I found um, to be, you know, a lot of people talk about this, and it's interesting because it came up almost earlier, too, with that woman who called in, and she was studying animal communication as well and healing, and and um, just when you work with light and when you work in this field of, um, of healing and communication, it just attracts other entities. So anybody's house who is in that field is going to have that stuff around you. And I, and I think that at times when people are searching and they're talking to other psychics or something and other psychics pick that up, people think that that's like a negative thing about their house. But I don't yeah. necessarily buy into that. I think that, you know, just because you're working in light, there's, you know, dark is attracted to light. So you just have to pay it not not to put too much energy towards that and just to, you know, possibly out about barriers. Oh, that's a really good point. I should, yeah, that's, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was learning, two people would say that about my house, too, and so I just see it over the years that everyone who's a healer sort of feels that way about their house. <laughs> yeah. And um, my other cat, Rose, I got from her, and I got it confirmed by another animal communicator, that she, like her job here, she says, is she's the energy watcher of the house. And um, oh, yeah, at night time, she kind of wanders around and looks at thing and things. And I can just sort of tell that that's what she's doing. And I sort of got worried about it when she started acting a bit weird. And that's when I started, yeah, thinking about it. But, um, oh, that's interesting, yeah. And so it's, that would be an interesting thing to talk to her about, too, is about having her boundaries. And remember how we were talking about earlier, how about if we pick up somebody else's stuff that it's really important to let it go? So maybe that's something that you can teach her also, is that when she's working with energy as well, she has to learn how to let it go and not hold the negative inside her body. 
Yeah, I've, I've recently thought that um, I was going to teach her how to ground herself and ask her angels to come in if she wants and do the light thing if she wants. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, these animals are amazing. They are healers for us, and they do travel to other places and heal the planet. And it's amazing the things yes. that they can do. Yeah, let's ask uh, let's ask Panda what uh, they can do to make people laugh. Okay, <laughs> Panda, what can you do to make people laugh? I put thoughts in their head. <laughs> Happy, joyful thoughts. Oh. <laughs> and sometimes I could talk about eating happy food. And I like happy treats. Cute. Thank you so much, Rebecca, uh-huh. for calling in. All the Thank way from so Australia. <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, Panda. <laughs> um, that's so cute. I love this question because they always say. <laughs> The funniest thing. <laughs> um, let's go to, um, we have a few more li- minutes left, so we're going to go kind of quickly here. Um, Jody, who has a male rabbit named Feather, and she has another rabbit named Henry, and they're fighting. Jody, tell us uh, what's going on with your rabbits. Um, they were together, uh, one is three and one is four, and they've been together. Um, I had Henry first, and then I brought Feather home, and they bonded really well. And then all of a sudden, after a couple years, they were just tearing each other up. And um, I know they care about each other. They'll lay next to each other through the fence and stuff because I have to keep my house separated somewhat now. Um, but I was wondering if there's anything I could do to help them get together again. And what do they look like? Tell me what they look like. Um, Feather is um, pretty much solid white rabbit with um, red eyes, and Henry is uh, like an orange Dutch rabbit. Okay. Okay. So Feather and Henry, and so they're separate now. They're not, they can't even be together. Right. Yes. And how long has that been? Did you say? Um, probably for about at least probably almost two years or a year and a half. Oh. They haven't been together. Okay, okay. So uh, Feather's the white one, and then Henry's the the orange one. Okay. Yes. I don't really want to get together. My back has been hurting me. And when we're together, he leans on me, and it bothers my back. Henry says, I would like to be together with him. I like to have him near me. I miss grooming him. Is that true? Did did Henry groom Feather? Do you remember? Yes, they did. And I know Henry really pushed on Feather a lot to groom him because he loves to be rubbed. So, yes, oh. he did. I wonder why his back is hurting her at him. That might be the pro- the whole problem. Well, I know recently Feather um, has been to the vet because we thought it was his leg, which is starting to heal, but um, they didn't see anything in his back or in an X-ray. Oh, they took an X-ray of his back? Yeah, of his arm and his back, yeah. And so why, what's going on with his leg? Well, he started limping on it, holding it up, and so we took him in and... um, it's been over almost two months, but he is healing because he's starting to put his hand down on the, the floor a lot more. Oh, that's so interesting. Maybe you should take that x-ray to a veterinary chiropractor and have them take a look at it. Because if a vet is not, um, a vet may not know if they're out of alignment unless, okay. it's a vet, unless it's study chiropractic. So that would be interesting to check that out. But let me ask him if they if if because it sounds like this is a new injury it's not an injury that happened 2 years ago right no it always bothers me hmm and sometimes i have numbing in my hind legs too i would take it where are you located i'm in um hollywood florida oh okay um 
yeah, maybe there's maybe I would Google veterinary chiropractic or look for an acupuncture in your area, acupuncturist in your area, and call them and ask them if they know of a chiropractor because it might be really good to take them in and see. Because that okay. sounds like it's the whole problem. Maybe he kind of, you know, how bunnies do that leap and they they kick kick their little legs and everything. That yeah. he could have thrown himself out that way. We're also, and I'm not saying that you did this, but mm-hmm. a lot of people think that bunnies can be picked up by the scruff of their neck, but actually that can cause a lot of damage to the bunnies. So you never actually yeah. want to pick them up by their scruff. Yeah, I usually try to support them, but I know that sometimes when you go to do his nails, he, he can kick a little bit. Um, but, yeah, okay. Yeah, so okay. I would try that. Oh, thank you. Together one, but the other one doesn't. Okay, let's ask them what they can do, what they do to make you happy, or what to make you happy. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Father says that he thinks that the way he eats makes you smile. Yeah. <laughs> I think they like to watch me eat. <laughs> What makes and Henry says what makes them smile is just my cute face. <laughs> I have the cutest face. So, yes. Does he? Have, does he have the cutest face? He does, and he's a ham boy. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Oh, so cute. Thanks, Jody. Thank. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. <laughs> I just love it. I love this question. Thanks to uh, Jarita for our question this week. Um, I know. For all of our listeners, please, you guys, go to our Facebook page and post your, you know, if you have a fun idea. We had a lot of them this week, and it was hard to pick, so we might go back to some of the ones that were listed on there, but just keep posting them and post on there, like, your questions and anything you want to ask the animals so we can bring it up on the show, too. And that's at uh, Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio. Let's see here. We only have eight minutes. Do you think we can get to a call, or do you think we should go to Words of Wisdom? Oh, well, let's get to a call, and I'll try and make it fast. Okay, so we're going to get to a call, make it super fast. And let's see here. We can go to, uh, let's see. Joelle, a 10-year-old chow mix, Prince uh, is on the line. Joelle, uh, real quick, so we're going to do a speed round. Um, tell us oh, I don't hear you Prince. all of a sudden. I... Hello? Oh. Hi, go ahead, Joelle. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is Joelle, and I have a chow mix. He's 10 years old. He's 10 and um, has a curly tail. Does that help any? Yeah, and what do you want to ask him? Um, just how he's feeling inside since he's older now. Okay, what color is he? He's tan. Yeah, what color? The color tan, like a... Oh, he's tan. I'm sorry, I thought you were saying he's 10. I thought that was his age. Sorry. Um, I feel pretty good. Sometimes I have a pain on the top of my neck behind my ear. And sometimes I pant a lot. Okay. And when I'm panting, I feel like I have a stomach ache. Oh, okay. I get a stomach ache after I eat. Oh, no. I feel like I can lift myself up and walk okay. Sometimes my back hocks are sore. But I feel pretty good. Um, uh-huh. What do you feed him? Um, I think it's gravy train dog food. Oh, you could feed him a better food that might feel better in his stomach. Um, you want to try and look for a food that has no grain in it, 
like a grain-free diet? Because what happens is that the foods that have grain in it will sometimes swell in their stomach and it can give them like an acid reflux. And you'll see like panting or sometimes they slap their lips. And there's a food called Natural Balance that you can get at Petco and you look for the grain-free. That would probably be better than gravy train. Okay. Gravy train, although it's probably tasty for him, it's kind of like the McDonald's of pet food. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and does he want to go for walks nowadays? Because usually when I take him for walks, he gets really tired and he falls down and he doesn't want to get back up. Oh, gosh, maybe that's the panting, too. and the Yeah, it's, like, hard to go. Do you... I still want to go, though. <laughs> but but I, how long I, would he like to go? I want to go just in the shade. Okay. <laughs> I want just the shade and just a short way. You know what, though? If you change his diet, you might see that he has more energy for him. You might see that go away. Okay. And And is he happy? Yeah, I love my mom a lot. What's she my mama or me? Uh, he's talking about you. I was calling you mom. Um, she pets me the best ever. <laughs> She's always kissing and loving me. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good yeah. with her. I'm gonna ask him what makes what makes you him happy, or what makes what makes what does he do to make you happy or to make you laugh. I give her this look. <laughs> I have a look that says, I love you. I just look at her and smile, and she knows I love her. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Oh, one more <laughs> question. Um, I tried to talk to him through my head last week. Did it work any? Can you ask him that? Yeah, I always get it. <laughs> you always yeah. Me and I get it. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's so good. That's great. Good job, Joelle. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Prince. Thanks, Joelle, for calling in. Um, let's go to Words of Wisdom. Okay. Who, Who is words, words of Wisdom? Let's do Ripley. Ripley? Ooh, Ripley's at Wasville right now having a fun time. Oh, she did get in trouble last week, though. She did? Why? Because they they told me that she had bad recall and she she was playing and she's playing, like they said, she wasn't aggressive or anything. She was just playing with a dog and annoying another dog. And so they were afraid that the other dog would be aggressive towards her. So then they called her over to like stop her from bothering the dog. Uh-huh. And um, she didn't come over, and they said she needs to work on her recall, but she's not, you know, being bad or anything. It's just that she needs to work on her recall. <laughs> I felt like a really, like, parent in the principal's office kind of thing. <laughs> but we've been working on it. So let's ask Ripley her words of wisdom for the day. Okay. Ripley, Ripley, are you there? I'm here, and I'm getting so much better. They even notice at Wagonville. They're going to tell Mom I'm doing great. I ask them. I ask them to tell Mom, and they are. And Dad, too. That's a lot of words of wisdom, though. Ripley, what's your words of wisdom? Listen, and people will love you. Ignore them, and you might feel good, but they feel bad. (laughs) What a weirdo. Is that what you're thinking about? (laughs) That's so funny. That's so weird. It's kind of weird. Um, Okay, what does she do to um, make us laugh? I don't have to do much. I'm just me. Mom and dad are always laughing. 
That's true. They look at me and they start laughing. That's true. Everything Everyone... I do. <laughs> Thank you all for listening again. Uh, thanks to all of our callers. Thanks to uh, Kendra and Deanna for doing our screening today. And uh, see us next week at the same place, same time, petpsychic.com, thepetpsychic.com. She can talk to the